0: Welcome to PTJ Author Interviews. PTJ Editor-in-Chief Alan Jetty talks with authors about the most interesting and sometimes surprising aspects of their work. And now, Dr. Jetty.
1: I want to welcome listeners to this latest PTJ podcast. This is Alan Jetty, Editor-in-Chief of PTJ, and today I'm delighted to welcome as my guest, Dr. Tonya Apke, who is an assistant professor and the director of clinical education in the Physical Therapy Division of the School of Health and Rehabilitation Sciences at the Ohio State University. Welcome, Dr. Afke.
0: Thank you so much. It's my pleasure.
1: Let me start by saying I really enjoyed the article that you and your colleagues have published in PTJ. Let me tell uh, our listeners that the title of the study was Effects of Student Physical Therapists on clinical instructor productivity across settings in an academic medical center. It's a really important topic, um, and I really enjoyed the work that you and your colleagues did. Let me give our listeners a little summary, and then you and I can talk about the study, okay?
0: Sounds great.
1: The purposes of this retrospective study were to evaluate the productivity of physical therapists, clinical instructors, in an academic medical center, both before, during, and after clinical education experiences, and to look at whether or not there was um, a relationship with productivity across a variety of settings, as well as to compare the clinical instructor productivity to that of other therapists in the same setting who did not have a student during the same time frame. The settings that were studied included acute care, inpatient rehab, outpatient orthopedics, and outpatient neurology. The authors reported that clinical instructor productivity was actually increased significantly in several settings, but was not significant in acute care. And the presence of a student made CIs more productive but had no effect on the productivity of other therapists in that setting during the same time frame. So let me start by asking you, Dr. Abke, how did you define a clinical education experience for the purposes of your study?
0: So we looked at all clinical education experiences that were full-time of any duration. So we had a duration, um, the shortest Duration was four weeks. The longest that we had was 24 weeks, and that included any academic uh, physical therapy program and not just Ohio State students, so students from any academic program.
1: I was really struck in reading your review of the literature that the existing evidence, although limited, does suggest a fairly consistent trend that student PTs do not negatively impact productivity. But you also note in your introduction that there still exists a pervasive sentiment that there's a negative impact on students on productivity in the U.S. Why do you think that's the case?
0: Boy, that's an excellent question and definitely one that we have wrestled with in the clinical education community. Um, I think for in some cases there may be an initial dip in that productivity as the student gets onboarded. But this seems to quickly rebound and then also began to grow. So it's it's actually balanced out and and ends up on the positive end, in in all the cases that we were able to see, and that's consistent with what was in the literature. Um, anecdotally, what I hear from our students is that uh, the student or the CI's expectations for productivity aren't changed just because they have a student. So they're not able to make big adjustments, although they make small adjustments for that you know that first week onboarding. But probably some of that sentiment may stem from the fact that students are just slower and it may take a little bit longer, so they may have to increase their time in the clinic. It may, they may stay a little bit later to to have their students complete their, say, their documentation and so forth. There is sometimes some extra time built in for teaching and doing things like reviewing the midterm evaluation, the final evaluation, time set aside for site visits. But Our data and the data that is out in the literature does not support the fact that there is a significant increase or any decrease in productivity for those CIs.
1: I think it's really important to get the word out, which is one of the reasons I was pleased that you were willing to do the podcast, because I do think there is that negative perception out there, despite the evidence. Let's talk specifically about your study. When you looked overall across all settings you saw that productivity was significantly higher. Could you talk a little bit about the overall magnitude of the productivity increase? It
0: it was variable depending on the setting, um, and it was actually variable from CI to CI. So in some cases, it was, you know, small numbers of units that were increased with a student being there. So that told us that there was, an opportunity perhaps for the CI to also have a patient while the student had a patient at times, um, but also that perhaps that they could work together and maybe get through their caseload, um, especially as the student was onboarded and, and was working through the, the timeframe of their clinical. So it was varied um, from anything from maybe one unit to up to four units, of additional productivity, and sometimes even more than that, depending on the CI. And, you know, it, it it's hard to, with these different settings, because productivity and the and the nature of the clinical site is just different. It's almost like apples to oranges, which is why we looked at each setting individually.
1: Yeah, I was glad to see that, because I, I agree with you. Uh, it is interesting, though, to hear you say that it varied by CI, in your academic institution, do you do training with CIs and how best to work with students? Or is that something that you just kind of assume people will figure out?
0: I'm also a credential trainer for the APTA CI credentialing course. So I definitely um, promote that course as a way to help off clinical instructors. It is not required for our CIs within our medical center to take that course, but it is strongly encouraged. And so, in looking at the total numbers of our CIs that are credentialed, I could see some total numbers, but not every site coordinator was tracking that information, which is unfortunately why we didn't include that in our data. With it being a retrospective study, we didn't have some of that information up front, and that is definitely something that I would be interested in looking at in the future. But we do, you know, we have that support being in one academic medical center that if there are questions, if there are concerns, they certainly know us in the clinical education program so that they can always contact us.
1: That's interesting, and I agree with you. In the future, it would really be nice to, to look at that to see if that training really made a difference
0: definitely.
1: You also noted in your study that increased productivity on the part of the CI did not come at the expense of other therapists. Talk a little bit, if you would, about why you thought there might be or why you were looking at that. What's the the reasoning behind why you or others might have thought it would come at the expense of other therapists?
0: So if you think of a clinic as a closed system, if one side goes up, then the other side perhaps should go down. But we didn't see this. So we thought that perhaps that reason was that it instead of say borrowing patients from another clinician, that the overall capacity of the clinic had was able to increase. So they could take more patients, they could see more patients, and so thereby the the productivity actually went up for the clinic in addition to individual CI.
1: So as long as there's excess demand for therapy, it's not a closed system.
0: Right. And really the only setting that we didn't see this in a very big degree was the inpatient rehabilitation setting. And, I mean, that's a capacity of the number of beds within that facility. And in most cases, they have all beds filled. So there's not really that opportunity for that to happen as much. Um, but they could increase the number of minutes that they see of patients or something along those lines. But, say, the acute care setting or the outpatient setting, there's almost always an opportunity to get more patients in the door.
1: So you think that in part may explain why you did not see an impact in the acute care setting as compared to those other settings?
0: Well, I'm not sure that that's the reason why. Um, in the acute care setting, This was a puzzler for us. We spent quite a bit of time talking about why there wasn't a big increase in the the acute care, considering that in other studies they had definitely seen that increase in productivity at a significant rate in the acute care setting. So our hypothesis is that perhaps because we are an academic medical center and we do see fairly high complexity um, of patients that – um, our CIs did not feel that the students could be more independent, that they needed to be a little bit closer, that perhaps patients required a, a second set of hands, especially with uh, students who are not as experienced. So the, the clinical instructors stayed close by and didn't increase their caseload. They kind of stayed the same. It didn't go down. We didn't show a decrease in productivity. We just didn't show a significant increase in productivity in that setting.
1: Yeah, That's interesting.
0: I'm sorry. We also thought that this might be just a, a matter of geography, because trying to maintain that line of sight supervision in the hospital, you kind of you have to stay close by. And so, if they didn't happen to have another patient to see that was, you know, right next door, right across the hall, then there was definitely not an opportunity for that CI to leave that student.
1: Well, it certainly raises interesting questions for follow-up study. Because as you say, others have reported an actual increase in acute care. So I agree with you. I think it deserves further investigation. I was also struck by um, you noted that the increased productivity of the therapists who were the CIs, was not significant in the month before the student arrived. I was really struck and pleased that you looked at that. It was only evident while the student was present talk a little bit about that finding if you would
0: So we wanted to make sure that the CIs weren't had a higher level of productivity to begin with or that there wasn't a difference before they even had a student come so we were trying to see even at the same kind of time of the year because we know that in clinical practice that you know that can fluctuate just even based on the time of the year so we wanted to make sure that we were kind of all starting at the same baseline so what this told us was that the presence of this of a student was seemed to be the factor that increased the productivity and not some outside factor because that before the student was even there the productivity was not significant so it was it was an interesting way to look at the data and we also wanted to see if the you know if the trends of the clinic were different during that time of the year that might have a have a factor on what a student Presence might do to that productivity.
1: It, it nicely um, controls, at least in part, the potential for selection bias on who becomes the CI. Definitely. So I would, yeah, it was very interesting. You, you and your co-authors were, I think, quite appropriate in cautioning readers that you were focused on one one setting, and it was a tertiary academic medical center. Uh, where do you think research on this topic should go from from here?
0: So I think this would be a great multi-site study where we could look at trends from not only one academic medical center, but additional facilities across the country to see if there was any sort of regional trends or even including additional settings, in particular the skilled nursing facility because that is such a common setting for clinical education experiences. We also... Really would like would have liked to have tracked data from our our clinical instructors and our students in a better way to see if the level of the student had an increase or decrease impact on productivity. There is another perception out there that having students later in their clinicals is better for productivity, and I don't know that that's necessarily the case. And we didn't have the ability to really look at that, but. The data that we had from our site coordinators, some had that data collected, but not others did, so we just didn't include it at all. So placing those early students is a challenge for the education program, so trying to get a handle on the impact that those early students have on productivity would be really valuable information. So we are looking to perhaps look at that. Information and collect that data and do a follow-up study. The other thing that we didn't distinguish or that we didn't really account for were differences, if there are differences, between physical therapists and physical therapist assistant students. And it would also be interesting to see if that impact of, the, you know, the PT versus the PTA student would be any different.
1: I think those are, those are great ideas for for future work. And I hope I hope you pursue those because I think those are really important questions particularly given the increased demand that you talked about in your article for clinical instruction, clinical education, given the expansion of students and the number of programs in this country.
0: Absolutely, and whatever we can do to try to help to provide some data to show That productivity is not a negative factor. There may be other challenges for clinical education, but that productivity may not be, you know, the detriment that is sometimes perceived to be. And really, all of the studies that have been done in the last decade have demonstrated that.
1: Well, Dr. Afke, I want to thank you both for publishing your work in PTJ and for taking the time out of your busy schedule to share it with our listeners. And I encourage people to go take a look at the article in PTJ. It's a really interesting piece of work. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you so much for the opportunity for not only publishing the article that is interesting to people across settings and across practice in addition to educators, but also to taking time to dive in a little deeper with me.